Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey guys, always trying to save you some money when you tune into the show because I appreciate you tuning in. So I'd like to help you out here. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Here's how it works, folks. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. So you don't have to ask around. You don't have to go to website to website and read up on the reviews. Green Dot. Marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout. Again, that's ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. They have the tickets. Just one more I'd like to look out for you guys. Hang with me, folks. Look, since I've started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on, who to bet with. I don't always know the answer, but I know who I'm going to go to. The answer is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, fantasy sport wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports business, they've been good to me, and I know they're going to be good to you. Now listen, they're hooking up my listeners all month. All you need to do is visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code CHAOS. C-H-A-O-S when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100? Look at that. You've now got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code chaos. You play, you win, you get paid. It's that easy. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. that one in the air. That's the left center field. Wilkerson back. I, I don't know. Goodbye home run. I, I just, you cannot imagine this happening in Major League Baseball or any other place in baseball. I mean, he is just unstoppable and it's all home runs against the Orioles. In the air to right field, Mancini going back on the ball by Torres. Way back, up and... I don't even know. Goodbye, home run. That's my boy, Gary Thorne. Just having fun watching the Yankees pound up on the Orioles the past few nights. What a shit show that was. That may be a compliment, calling that a shit show, playing the Yankees. And watching Torres just completely smash the ball 
over Camden Yards every at bat. And Gary Thorne basically just threw up his hands and says, I don't even know what to say anymore. And when Gary Thorne is speechless, you know shit's getting crazy, right? Welcome to the show, Full Count Chaos. I'm Nathan. You can reach me, fullcountchaos at gmail.com, anywhere on social media. I'm sure you'll find me. I'm there. Uh, For new episodes, you can just Google Full Count Chaos. There you have it. The the, uh, playlist comes up very easy. Or you can head over to fullcountchaos.com, subscribe, follow the show, keep in touch with me. Always appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Are you still with me? Are you still watching the Orioles? I want to hear from you. Are you still going to stick with the Orioles knowing they could have a worse record than the Orioles did last year? Because right now, today, I think it's Saturday, May 25th, uh, the Orioles had 17 wins last year. The Orioles right now have 15. That's not a good start, but keep going. I and mean, what a crazy week. I mean, shit's been going crazy. Arnold Schwarzenegger getting dropped kick. Aaron Rodgers can't finish a beer. Nats losing like it's the cool thing to do. Orioles giving up more home runs than we can count. Fuck this rebuild bullshit. This is historically bad baseball. Oh, man, it's it's difficult. We love our Orioles, and we're going to stick with them. At least I am. I'm going to try. I'm probably not going to watch every single game if it continues like this, winning 5-1, to 6-1, to 7-1. to And then an hour later, the Orioles lose 12-7, to 10-6. to it's, it's painful, man. A lot to go over today. Got an email from a... Interesting experience that this guy had from at Camden Yards. <laughs> I actually had a listener by the name of Victor asked me my opinion about the last episode of Game of Thrones. He basically just emailed in and said, hey, what'd you think? I heard you talking about it last episode. I heard you're a fan. I'm just glad that I didn't start episode one, season one, 10 years ago, like 99% of you did. I binged it in three months, only had to wait for the new seasons a month later. So I feel like you know, 10 years of of joy, and then that episode just stuck the knife right in your gut. But it was brutal. Not as exciting as I wanted to be. Basically shit the bed, in my opinion. I really think it was sloppy, lazy writing. They tried to sum it up too quick. I'm not going to sit here and act like this is a Game of Thrones podcast and break down the episode, but I think it was shit. And in, in his email, by the way, when he said, hey, what'd you think of the last episode? He did put underneath, like, The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Dexter. I, I don't know why he has Breaking Bad on that list. If he's saying it's in a, his opinion of thinking that was a bad last episode. I think Breaking Bad's one of the greatest shows out there. I think from season one, episode one, all the way to the end, it was fantastic. Dexter, I've never watched. Uh, the Sopranos, I did. That ending was a little disappointing. But I think Game of Thrones is number one. I mean, I've, I've never heard so many people be so upset about one of the greatest shows. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, check him out. It's pretty funny. He's getting interviewed in the locker room, and they ask him about Game of Thrones. Apparently, he was on an episode. He was one of the zombies or something. I didn't realize that. But he just broke it down for about five minutes of why the last episode was awful. And he pinpointed every single point. It was fantastic. Also about the show, a little fun fact. I didn't realize how many female porn stars that they hired to be in the brothel. Tyrion's girlfriend who had dark hair. Can't remember her name. So I don't know, look it up. I can't remember their names. So anyway, I uh, appreciate the email. Also, Craig on Twitter, uh, he wrote, he was uh, reaching out to me, pulling out some Game of Thrones references. He said, just like Ned Stark, the Orioles got slayed on Game of Thrones night. He says, I love my O's, but damn. Yeah, that was brutal. Appreciate that. Uh, 
<laughs> reaching out, Craig. A couple people were doing that. They were referencing the Orioles to Game of Thrones all week. Look, I got to tell you, if you don't watch Game of Thrones, I'm sure you're celebrating uh, that the show is no longer around. You're not going to have to see the tweets and people talking about it. Believe me, I've said a million times, if I didn't watch the show, I'd be so tired of hearing about it. <laughs> but I think that last episode fucked everything up. Uh, but again, Victor, thanks for the email. Uh, Craig on Twitter reaching out, referencing Game of Thrones. Keon Broxton. Uh, the Orioles picked him up, I'm sure, if you, you saw him play Friday night. <laughs> he was basically like, oh, I'm a bat. Hold my beer. Boom. Home run. It's like 474 feet, I think. Something along those lines. And a lot of times you see hits like that, and they'll be like 420 feet. You're like, what the hell? Lifetime 216 average. In 2017, the guy did hit 20 home runs, so I guess he does have some power there. He's fast as hell. Seems like a smart kid, good defense, fast. Why not? They're showing highlights of him climbing the wall, robbing home runs. And that's one of the five billion things that they need help with. Help in the outfield, and he's going to bring that for him. He's going to bring some help, and it'll be fun watching him. Oh, boy, as I'm scrolling through here, I forgot. There was another email here uh, from Bart. I'm sorry. I always tried. I never want to leave anybody out. They reach out to me or, or email on the show. I, I don't want to skip out on that. But uh, the guy's name's Bart. Appreciate the email. He says, uh, last week I talked about going to the game. He wanted to know if I ate any good food at the stadium because it seems like they're always promoting all this good shit, all this good food at the uh, ballpark. But, no, I, I didn't. I just... I don't go around searching for good food. It's just where I sit. If there's something near there that I can eat, like a sausage or a hot dog, that's all I do. That's it. I I try not to eat too much. My stomach is like a five-year-old. You know, if I eat too much or drink too much, I'm running to the bathroom like five times every other inning. Don't you stand there and judge me. I got a sausage. I was good. Had some water. I got to compose myself. (laughs) Whatever. So appreciate the email. But, yeah, back to uh, Keon Broxton. I'm excited to see what he has to do. I'm sure when he gets on base, I saw him run the bases Friday night. Guy's quick as shit. Uh, got rid of record. Thank God. Nice kid. I wish him well. Hopefully he has uh, uh, success somewhere else. But, man, he was just a waste of a jersey. They sent him to AAA. He was batting 203 with two home runs. He was doing terrible in the field. He can't steal bases. He's not that fast. So it was just a matter of time before we saw Rickard leave. It's been brutal. Alcohol and therapy. <laughs> Maybe do both at the same time. I don't know, to get through the uh, Orioles. And, and who knows how long this is going to take. And I've even said it on the show and other people, uh, about three years. I don't know, man. Because a lot of the players that they thought they were going to be able to use for uh, trade bait, Givens, Castro, the, I mean, any pitcher, anybody in the bullpen, that they're just shit in the bed. There is nobody. We don't have a closer. They got Trey Mancini right now. And I'm seeing people talking about it on on Twitter and articles coming out with The Athletic and uh, BaltimoreBaseball.com. Should we keep Trey? Should we not? Why he should be traded? Why he shouldn't? I mean, it's just a a mess right now. Well, we got the Orioles have the most losses in the league. We're winning games 6-1 after six innings, 7-1, 5-1. Bullpen comes in, shits the bed. I mean, these mistakes that we're seeing, little leaguers don't make these mistakes. Dropping fly balls. The other night, Alberto, I'm so tired of talking about how bad he is in the field. Just a routine pop-up to Chris Davis. Chris Davis is camped underneath. For some reason, Alberto called him off and then dropped the ball. 
You hear him, I got it. Yeah, do you, Alberto? Do you have it? You dropped it. Davis just had this look. I don't know how much he can really uh, complain about somebody. He's he's back to being a, a dumpster fire at the plate. Had like four or five good games. Everyone's like, oh, he might be an all-star. Now he's just terrible again. Watching strike three, striking out. He's been pretty bad lately. The last 15 games, his average is at 163, 27 strikeouts. He's gotten eight hits out of 49 at-bats. Last seven games, his batting average is .87, 16 strikeouts, two hits. So he's not exactly lighting it up, and I know it was exciting to watch him a couple weeks ago. Ooh, Chris Davis, he might be back. We all want to see Chris Davis succeed, right? He's a good guy, and we like him. Strike three, you're out. Ross Grimsley, uh, if you have, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should because he's just like uh, Palmer on the TV. They like to say it how it is, right? You got these old school guys, the OGs, walking around talking about how it is. He posted on Twitter the other night. He said, uh, plain and simple, Orioles have several backup type players getting opportunity to play on regular basis and are showing why they are backup types. Some usable players, just not every day. And then he just put, pitching is a problem. <laughs> so I like it. Tells it like it is. It's always funny following him. And, you know, he is somebody on Twitter who will talk to you. It's a lot of people who, uh, you know, I guess fans do like to uh, get excited. I'm sure if you, you post all the time on Twitter and if you're going to sit there and talk to every fan that wants to talk to you, you wouldn't be able to leave the house. You'd be sitting there all day talking. But he likes to have good, long conversations back and forth on Twitter. If you have, if you disagree or you agree, he'll he'll chat with you for a little bit. Uh, the Orioles, have, I'm sure you know, the Orioles have allowed their 100th home run of the season in 48 games. They broke the record a few nights ago. Previous was 57 games by the 2000 Kansas City Royals. Yeah, they crushed that. The Orioles have given up 111 home runs right now. Lord only knows what that number is going to be by the time you tune into this episode. Holy shit, man. I mean, how bad these stats are. It's like I get I'm doing a podcast and that's what's frustrating because you know, it's like technology. You know, you just can't keep up with it. Whatever I post on that episode, two days later, it doubled. The Orioles are on pace to surrender more than 300 home runs this year. Woo-wee. <laughs> Boy, that escalated quickly. In 2016, uh, the Reds allowed 256 home runs. Now, the Yankees, I don't know if you watched all four games. I don't know why I did. I guess because I host a damn show about the Orioles. So I'm like, ah, I better watch. You know, the one time I don't, something crazy is going to happen. But the Yankees hit 34 home runs. They have hit 34 home runs so far against the Yankee, uh, the Orioles. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. You know, we played the Yankees a shit ton in the beginning of the season. Look, when you have the best batting against the worst pitching, shit like that's going to happen, especially facing them in a little league park like the like Camden Yards. Mm. Yankees versus Orioles. I saw this stat. 30 home runs against the Orioles. Everyone else they've played, they have 31 home runs. <laughs> Basically, all I'm doing is, you know, get out your bottle of vodka or cigarette, whatever you do to help your anxiety. I shouldn't go right to uh, alcohol and smoking, right? That's probably bad. Hey, if you're having a tough time, don't forget to drink. <laughs> it's probably not the best thing to say here. What else we got? Hey, look, we're just having fun going down the list here. Orioles outscored by the Yankees this season, 71-36. to And then Buster Olney, who I also follow, I liked his tweets as well. He put out, 
uh, the worst bullpen ERA in baseball. Number 30, Nationals, 6.89. And then the Orioles, there they are, 6.01. Detroit, Seattle, Miami. I think Miami won like five in a row the other night. And they almost beat the uh, Nationals. The Nationals finally won. I think they had to win like 12 to 10. It's hard to win games, man. It's really sad because the Orioles offense, they are doing what they need to do. They're scoring runs. We're not losing 8-0, 7-0, 12-0. These poor guys are putting runs on the board for the pitchers. Michael Givens is a fucking head case, man. And I know the Orioles were really counting on him because they wanted to trade him, get some decent players. He was one of the guys that I don't think they were going to hold on to. He, he can't close games. Anyone who says um, there's no difference between the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning, bullshit, man, because he just falls apart. His ERA was at 275 before three straight losses, now up to 565. He's given up eight runs in three games. That's tough, man. I mean, you can see it. When the guy walks, you know, he gets two outs, nobody on, you're thinking, all right, he's going to cruise. All he's got to do is get one more out. I mean, what did he do the other night with the Yankees? He walked a base hit and then three walks. There you go. The Yankees are up by one. That was, that was, it's just tough watching them. Oh, man. So stick with us, guys. Come on. You know, we're going to help each other through it. We're going to get through the season. Everybody, every now and then I talk to, they're like, hey, I'm excited because, you know, in a few years, the Orioles are going to be good. I don't know, man. That's not a. It's not like they signed a contract with the league that said, "Hey, if you guys suck for a while, you can you'll make the playoffs the next ten years in a row and possibly get a ring." <laughs> There's nothing definite here. Oh boy! All right, I want to get to an email. His name is Lucas. He wrote and he said, "Hey Nate, have enjoyed your show since the third episode last season, and I wanted to write in and share my experience at Camden Yards." Now I read that and I'm like, "Well, what happened to the first two episodes? I guess he didn't like it." He's like, all right, I'll give it a third chance, and this is it. Now he likes it. He goes, I'm a big fan of the Orioles, but live in Woodstock, New York, and only get to the stadium maybe once a year, if that. He says, uh, well, about six years ago, after the game was over, we were walking back to our car parked about 10 miles away from the stadium that night. He says, we got to our car. We noticed two cars down. There was a man and a woman having passionate sex in the front seat, as a girl was filming them using a handheld camcorder sitting in the back seat. He says, when I made eye contact with the woman in the back seat, she rolled the window down and said calmly, don't mind us. It's for our new website. <laughs> she then went to hand me some sort of business card for whatever website she was talking about, but I didn't take it. Just said, no thanks, got in my car and left. The end. That's what he said, the end. Appreciate the email, Lucas. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Baltimore after 9 p.m. You never know what you're going to see, right? It's interesting. Hey, man, porn is the number one way to go to make money on the internet these days. Big money maker. You find you look in the articles on the internet. If you look up uh, the websites that are making the most money, you'll see you know Twitter, Facebook, Amazon. <laughs> They're not gonna put like Pornhub, RedTube. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's the way to go. But yeah, there you go, Lucas. That's an interesting uh, way to end the night. Hopefully you got to see a winner. I love getting emails from fans out of state who say, hey, I'm an Orioles fan. I live in New Mexico. I live in California. Because I see the map of people who chime in. It's all over the place, man. I love it. So, Lucas, again, thank you very much for taking the time to tune in. Writing into the show. Quite an experience there, buddy.
<laughs> Once over lightly spick and span, it's grand. <laughs> All right, every week or every other week, I like to have fun talking about Gary Thorne. I love Gary Thorne. would love to have him on the show. Uh, professional broadcaster. But again, I'm doing a segment about making fun of some of the things that he says on the air. Uh, he has talked about it. He said he understands sometimes, you know, doing live TV. He makes mistakes, but some of them are just pretty funny, and I thought I'd uh, celebrate him. So uh, during the week, I do have people reaching out to me of of stuff that they saw that Gary Thorne said that's funny or that he was just completely way off of a pitch or a play, whatever it is. So so anyway, uh, I got a text from Cleveland Weber. This is when they were playing the Indians. Was pitching against Villar. The pitch before was about five feet high, and then the very next pitch, pitch was a low curve. And Thorne says, even higher. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what the guy's looking at during these games. Uh, Brazier was pitching a Mancini last week. Pitches 96 miles per hour down the center. Thorne calls it a low curveball. boy. Uh, now, I missed this. I was actually watching this game. I walked away for about a minute, and then I was getting texts. About this, so Gary, Th- I guess there was a fly ball hit to Rickard. I don't remember if he was playing in, in right field or center. I think it was in Camden Yards, right? I think we're playing the Yankees, and the ball, the ball hit the wall, bouncing off the wall. And I guess Rickard tried to dive for the catch, and obviously just completely missed the ball. Well, well Gary Thorne started celebrating as if Rickard caught the ball, talking about what a great catch it was. Again, I don't know what the guy's watching. We're all watching the same thing. He just doesn't get it. Uh, I think it was funny. People were complaining about Gary Thorne spoiling an important scene of Game of Thrones. Shouldn't have been a spoiler at that point, though. I, I, I remember him talking about the dragon melting the throne. It was already like three or four days past the episode. Look, if you're a big Game of Thrones fan, you watched it either that night or the very next night. I don't know why people were bent out of shape about that. And a fun fact about Gary, he has begun serving as a visiting professor at Arizona State University's Walter Cronkite School of Journalism. He's teaching a remote summer course on play-by-play broadcasting. boy, Gary. Do your thing, brother. So there you have it. Just some things over the week or two of Gary, you know, just not really paying attention or, I don't know, maybe it's just not really giving a fuck. I don't care. I don't care about this job, and I don't care about you. When I first started going to school, I was going to be, I I went for journalism and then to be a teacher, and I said, you know what? 15 years ago, I said, I I think podcast is where the money's at. So there we go. I got a question I want to ask you guys in just a little bit here. Uh, Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. I want to get your advice on something that I heard, and I thought it was interesting that I was thinking about. Maybe it's more of the uh, old school fans that feel this way, but I'll get to that in just a second. Um, it does have to do with home runs. And speaking of home runs, anytime I hear that word, I think of Dan Straley. Now, he went to the bullpen. Thank God. Every time, you know, I turned on the TV the other night. He was starting. And he faced 10 hitters, gave up five hits, four runs, walked three, and he was still trying to get through the second inning. Now, the Orioles picked up this guy because they wanted him to eat some innings. They thought he'd be a guy five, six, seven inning outings every other now and the, every now and then. Obviously couldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, the Marlins dumped him. And the Orioles are like, all right, yeah, we'll take him. Whereas the other bad team in baseball, sure, he's going to do fantastic for us. 
I mean, I don't think they wanted him to do fantastic, just eat some innings during the rebuild. Over 34 and two-thirds innings, he had a 9 ERA with just 18 strikeouts, 17 walks, and the uh, hitters hit 14 home runs against him in that time. That's a shit show. So Dan Straley in the bullpen, I uh, rumors are, you know, is going to be starting Monday. That's That'll be fun to watch. It's just pitching, man. Pitching on the Orioles is really bad. We haven't seen good pitching in, what, 20, 25 years? It's been brutal. Come on, Mike Elias. We're counting on you. Uh, And by the way, speaking of home runs, congratulations, Richie. Martin hit his first home run in Camden Yards. That was a just pure 100% Camden Yards home run. Any other ballpark in the league wouldn't have gone over the wall. But good for you, Richie. He's got a great glove. I think he's batting like 161 right now. Hopefully that gets worked out because he's fast, got a great glove. Love to see him become an Oriole. Now, speaking of home runs, the other day I was waiting for my wife to get ready. We were going out, (laughs) of course, every time we go out. Just, uh, you know, we don't always get there on time, but that's okay. My wife wants to look pretty. She looks pretty all the time. But when we go out, whatever. I I feel like I'm (laughs) digging a hole. Tread lightly here, Nate. Talking about your wife getting ready. Anyway, so I'm just waiting for Turn on the TV. Now, I think twice in my life I've watched wall-to-wall baseball on Masson. <laughs> I felt like sitting there, I'm the only one watching, and of course I'm not. I, I, I'm, it seems like a very interesting show. But Mark Viviano, who I like, I follow, he was talking about the home runs, how they're just completely, completely out of getting out of hand. I mean, these numbers of the league, let me read you these numbers. This is pretty ridiculous. So far this season, in March and April, uh, there was a record 1,144 home runs hit, averaging 2.62 home runs a game, an increase of 12% from a year ago. There were The, uh, the record was 6,105 home runs hit in 2017, but we're now on pace for nearly 6,500 home runs. And we're not even talking about the uh, steroid era. Those guys are hitting 550-foot bombs. We're talking two years ago, now 2019. But anyway, just wanted to throw those numbers at you because Mark Viviano was talking about the same thing. And he said it's not like it used to be. Talking 10, 15, 20 years ago, you go to the ballpark or you watch a game, see a hitter hit a home run, it was fantastic. It was very exciting. Now, you know, he's just basically saying it's boring to him. And I don't know if that's because he follows the Orioles. (laughs) And anyone who follows and watches the Orioles and they're a fan of the Orioles and they watch the pitchers night after night give up all these home runs, breaking records. Yeah, I'm sure you're getting tired of watching home runs, but it's all throughout the league. All the highlights I see of other games and other games that I watch Sometimes if there's nothing going on that night, Orioles aren't playing, I'll sit down and watch the Cubs play the Brewers all nine innings. But it's just home run after home run after home run. And he was basically saying it's baseball is boring to him these days. A home run isn't even exciting to him anymore. And I understand where he's coming from. And he said maybe because he's an old school fan. I'm in my 30s. Maybe I am too because I feel the same way. You see a home run, you just basically say, hmm, wonder how far that went. Or, you know, if, if it's a two-run home run and they get the lead, you just, that's a little exciting. All right, that's cool. But 
I, I, I get what he's saying. It's like he's saying there's no more small ball. The strikeouts are just on a, a crazy high pace of, of batters not really caring these days. So I kind of had to agree with him. I mean, maybe we're old school. Maybe the young kids love the home runs. Who cares if there's 10 home runs a game, no small ball, no stolen bases? Uh, the game's 10 to 9 because there was, you know, 18 home runs that night. And that was it. Just hitting a home run, rounding the bases, done. 15 strikeouts a game. Not too much going on. And I again, I have to agree. I'm just curious on what you think. If you're tuned in and you want to give an opinion, give me a shout. I'd love to hear. I mean, are these home runs, are they just not exciting? Is, is baseball starting to get boring to you with all these home runs? I'm wondering if, uh, you know, I, I know they were talking about, and, and I hear my man Gary talking on the game, explaining that the seams on the ball is lower and it does call the cause the ball to go a little further. Uh, so I, I'm with them. I mean, look, you're a Twins fan. They, they've they already exceeded 100 home runs. What are we, in mid-May? Towards the end of May? I don't even know what day it is. I just remember being a kid, seeing someone hit a home run and just feeling like, holy hell, I can't believe I witnessed that. That was amazing. Now, you know, what what, what did the, uh, the every game I watch, and not just the Orioles. It's like five to six, seven home runs a game. It's crazy. So I don't know. Maybe we're bi- I'm biased because I, I don't like seeing the Orioles pitchers give up a home run. Love to hear from you. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. It's just crazy. And, of course, this isn't a question on whether or not the league should do something about it. What the fuck are they going to do? After your third home run, any more after that, you're out. It's an out if you hit it over the wall. Although that's what it's like in my softball league. One home run per game after that. If you hit it over the fence, it's an out which I, I guess I understand. It'd be 50 to 40 every game if you're allowing everybody to hit home runs over the fence. Games would be eight hours long. But of course, I mean, maybe this is what the league wanted. They, they lowered the seams on the ball. Again, I keep saying that. It, do, it doesn't seem like it's that dramatic that it would cause these balls to just constantly be flying out of the park. I truly feel that these guys, these days, these players, bigger, stronger, smarter, faster, they study the game year-round, the analytics. They know these pitchers, what they're going to pitch and what count. 9,900 miles per hour pitchers, I mean, those are the guys that, <laughs> when you connect, that ball's going 450 feet. But with the way that these players are today, how strong they are, and it's funny, sometimes I'll have this conversation with People, and they say, well, you know, it's not like the steroid era. Oh, yeah, it is. It's even more. Back then, they were only hitting like 4,000. The average was like 4,500 home runs. And that, what was that, like uh, uh, mid-90s to early 2000s? I guess that's what you call the steroid era, right? Steroid era. Now, you know, like I read earlier, you're up in 6,000 home runs a year. And I've mentioned this before. My friend's kid, they don't do three sports a, a year. They focus on one sport. They study it all year, mainly baseball, and that's what they do. They play tournaments all year. And when, when it's cold, when it's winter, they're playing indoor. They're all practicing indoor, batting cages. I never did that. Once the season was over, done. Move on to the next sport. But these players, these kids, just studying strength conditioning, it's crazy. So you can understand why these batters are just completely destroying the ball. They don't care about strikeouts. A lot of them will even admit that. I'm not worried about striking out. 
It's all uppercut swings. They all want to hit the ball hard. And these pitchers who are throwing 95 to 100, once that ball hits that bat, boom, goodbye. Home run. So I think it's just going to continue to get out of hand. (laughs) They should move the the mound up about five feet. (laughs) That would be fun, right? (laughs) So again, I want to thank everybody for participating this week. Everyone who emailed, uh, sent me a tweet. I love when you guys participate. Love for you guys to participate in this. Just want to get your opinion. Do home runs bore you now? Is it, it's not like the same, right? Especially if you're an Orioles fan. <laughs> Again, you can reach me anytime, fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Till next time, see ya. <laughs>